Hello and welcome to Beyond the Pass. My name is Danny Ben and I'm really excited to welcome you to a new podcast developed for the hospitality industry and food entrepreneurs, where I will be interviewing some of Australia's high profile chefs and successful food business owners to find out a little bit about how they run their business, how they became so successful and I think really importantly, their mindset and attitude. The first person that I have interviewed for this series is one of Australia's most recognisable faces. He's also one of Australia's most successful hospitality entrepreneurs. Of course, you all know him, George Calambaris. Now, George and I met through MasterChef and we have a little bit of a funny relationship, as you could probably tell in this interview. But I really want to catch up with George and talk to him about not only his successes, but his failures um, and why it is such an important part of success to actually fail. I really hope that you enjoy this first podcast episode. And if you're after a little bit of information about me, I've recently launched a new business, Eat It Up Creative, food and communications consultancy. And you can find out more at eatitupcreative.com. Enjoy and have a few laughs too. George Calabaris, it's absolutely a pleasure sitting here with you and Jimmy Brands. I kind of look at you as if you were like my annoying brother. <laughs> oh, no. I look at you like your annoying sister. <laughs> so I'm starting a new interview series called Beyond the Past. Love it. And I'd love to talk to you today about not only your successes but also your failures as well. Now, um, I think you've achieved so much success, obviously, in your life with your restaurants and cookbooks and television series and ambassador things, and also, of course, your new relationship with Salt and Pepper. You've got your new table, uh, what is it, pa- pots and pans? Yeah, my pots and pans. Yeah. yeah. Look. But I would like to take a few steps back yeah, first. Yeah. I've heard a rumor yeah. that when you were a kid at school, you used to have like this entrepreneurial side as as a youth and go and charge kids to pick up their lunch from the school canteen. Is this true? Who are you been speaking to? (laughs) That is so true. No, it's 100% true. What I would do, I was, I acted like the uh, middleman. So I basically (laughs) took took your order, clipped the ticket, depending if I liked you, it was 5%. If I didn't, I took 10 (laughs) And then I'd get the order done, so I'd have guys that would run and don't go and get the order, and then I'd, you know, give you your order, so you wouldn't have to go and line up. That's amazing. So, yeah. like, where do you think this entrepreneurial side came out? Was it something that was passed down to you from your family, or do you no. think it was just like innate? Yeah, look, you know, dad, I mean, obviously, I grew up in a lot of dad's, you know, sort of uh, businesses that he owned back in the day. But yeah, and I think that sort of taught me, you know, the, the I guess the the ethics of working hard yeah. um, which I think is you know probably the the most important value hard work um, and I guess you know like if, if you then can have a um, a not a, not a cunning in a bad way but a cunning in a good way sort of way to look at things and make everything an opportunity in a good way um, well then great good on you you know um, and along the way you'll have failures yeah so that was what I was going to say like you've had a lot of success with your restaurants and things like that and a lot, lot of opportunities given to you 
but there's also been a lot of failures, a lot of restaurant closures and things like that. Was there ever a point where you thought like, oh God, I'm failing, like I'm going to give up or anything like that? Yeah, I don't think I ever thought I'm going to give up, but I just knew that if you, you can walk this fine line and, and a lot of people um, choose to do it with a very straight back mentality and that's great because we need we need all walks of life. Um, I, I, ch- I chose and I still do to sometimes walk that tightrope and occasionally you fall off um, and that's okay and I think you know too many people are scared about failure I, I embrace failure and, and, and use it as a opportunity to drive me and make me more stronger and faster and I wouldn't say wiser because I think I'm not getting, I'm getting a, a, a lot less wiser these days. So would you say then that like failure is a, a crucial part of success? Yeah. yeah. You know, fa- failure and, and knowing making mistakes is not a bad thing. Um, but perseverance and um, never, you know, don't don't accept mediocrity and don't accept um, the fact that you know it's it's good enough. It's it's not good enough. You know and. I think that's constantly what we're always doing is going, well, how do we make things better? Especially at a level where the food is or the, the experience is a, a, a much more higher valued proposition. Um, we've got to be better, better and better. Yeah. So, yeah, I love it, you know, and it's 20 years this year in the industry and I, I feel so renewed, I guess, knowing that I've got I've had some, some pretty sort of epic failures along the way, I'm, I'm, I'm no 100% better for them. Yeah. No, I agree. I feel like you learn the most from when you fail. Yeah. So, I guess, though, there are so many businesses that open, the hospitality businesses, that that maybe don't push themselves enough or they they don't reach their full potential and they do end up closing or failing. Like there's a, it's a really high closure rate in the business. Why yeah. do you think that is? Look, it's... There's, there's no question about it. You know, people have got this assumption in their mind, oh, well, you know, George, you're successful because you're on TV and it's, 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 it's rubbish because at the end of the day, if you're not good, like if, if, the, if the proposition of that, that you're offering, that the, the, the offering that you're giving, let me rephrase, the, the offering that you're, you're giving to your customer isn't up to scratch, they're not going to come back. And I'm, we're constantly working on um, what we're doing tomorrow, not what we're doing today, and how we can make tomorrow better. Um, it's so important. And the, the minute, as an owner, you become defensive about, oh, no, no, it's, it's good, or no, no, what, oh, they don't know what they're talking about, yeah, yeah. that's the minute it's going to go pear-shaped. Yeah. And don't get me wrong, we stick to, you stick to your beliefs, and you stick to your values. Yeah. Um, but you've got to listen. Yeah. Um, and a lot of people fail because they just don't listen. Yeah. And so for people that are starting out a new business, what do you think are the key areas that they should be focusing on? I, I think they've got to... Look, you know what it is? I don't think there's... There's no area that isn't more important than the other. Every single bit is important. And I say to anyone that's going to go and open up their own restaurant, cafe, whatever, canteen... It's all about getting as much knowledge under your belt before you open those doors. Because, um, you know, 
you can have the most amazing fit out or spend the most amazing money on making the most amazing kitchen. But at the end of the day, if it hasn't got the right culture, and I say that culture's the, the, the most important thing with any great business. It's all about culture. Yeah. And culture comes from the people within the place. And, you know, I'm, I think now, after 10 years of Press Club, we've probably got the best culture we've ever had and at some point we had shit culture staff retention was high people didn't want to work for me um, uh, you know it was it was horrible what how do you think that changed uh, i think it changed because i i changed and, yeah. and i'm you know i forgot that the customer is not the customers that walk in the door the customers are my staff and my whole outlook on on my business now is all about staff value. Yeah. I don't care about I don't care about the customers. Yeah, yeah. The, the customers are their problem to worry yeah. about. Yeah. Now, if I look after them, they'll look after the customer. Yeah. So, I think it's my whole mindset's changed dramatically. Um, you know, leading with an iron fist does not work. Yeah. Um, we lead we lead by example. Um, we we respect each other. We have fun. We enjoy our job. Yeah. And if I'm enjoying it when I'm here, well, they're going to enjoy it too. Yeah. But if course. I come in and I'm grumpy and I'm an asshole and I'm rude yeah. and obnoxious down. and egotistic, it's just it's a recipe for disaster. And then your your customers can tell straight away. Straight away. Yeah, that's really interesting. So how do you think social media and things like review sites like Zomato have changed the way that you run business? Uh, you know what? There's so many mediums now for people to voice their opinion on a place. Um, there's so many guides. There's so many top 50s. There's so many um, uh, you know, blogs. It's everything, right? Um, I'm not. I'm not against it. And you know, I, I sat yesterday morning and had a had a coffee with Andrew McConnell, and we were talking about you know, I go, we're the only two that still open up, get the papers on a Tuesday to look at the, you know. I, I do that. No, 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 but it's still. I mean, but that's. I look. My chefs in most of my restaurants don't do that because yeah. it's culturally not in their their way of. You know, they yeah. it's. It's online, it's this, it's that. Everything's changed. Um, and I'm, I'm thumbs up for it all. You know, I think, you know what? There's more people that actively have a voice and talk about food is a good thing. The the bit that I, that sort of not frustrates me, I, I really don't get too caught up anymore, is when untrained people are talking about things that they shouldn't be talking about. Yeah. And um, don't understand the ramifications it has yeah. On a little restaurant in the suburbs, the guy's trying to make a living yeah. and they go and pot him without, you know, really having yeah. the knowledge and the know-how. That's the bit where I go, come on. Yeah. You know, I think it's important to, you know, Matt Preston didn't become a, a top food journalist because he just fluked it. It's years and years and years and years of eating. <laughs> you can't tell. And eating. <laughs> so you've changed in the way that you, I think, yeah. approach your eating and your yeah, lifestyle yeah. like what are some of the things that you do every day that make you feel better I, I think you know what it is I, I now I think kids probably got me thinking you know I, you know, I don't want to I want to be the dad that can run around and not not uh, not huff and puff um, I want to be the dad that my, my kids look up to me and go my dad's you know yeah you know he's, he's not he's not the fat have master. you tried the paleo diet what's that <laughs> What is that? I actually saw it on TV the other day 
this new contraption where they put a hose into your stomach and you've got a tap. Oh, did you see that? Yes, I saw it. It was bit, like it was disgusting, and and then people can see it because whatever's in your tummy comes out through the Half clear tube. Later. Like you know, I, I I don't accept not waking up and not having breakfast. I don't accept yeah. not sitting down and eating properly yeah. at lunchtime and then you know a good dinner. Where before you was you, you're you're that committed to to cooking for others that you didn't care about yourself. And that now my mentality's gone right through the group. And you know, Ruben, you know, will tell you, you know, there's a a staff food menu he has to approve for the press club every week and. You know, they get one fun day where it's, you know, can be something junky. Yeah. And then the rest of the week it is great, good protein, good carbohydrates, good, you know, vegetables. That's really important. I think so many restaurateurs, like, neglect that staff meal. And, you know, they're the front line of your restaurant. If they're not eating good food, they're not going to perform well. We, we, We will not tolerate bad food put up for staff. Just, yeah. My whole mentality's changed, you know, because we've all ended up just being a big bowl of pasta, a big yeah. bowl of pasta. Yeah, I, and no, there's nothing wrong with a big bowl of pasta, but, but not, every, not night. every night. Yeah, exactly. And it needs to be balanced, and it needs to be slow-releasing carbs that are going to get me through the night. All right. All right, we better wrap this up um, quickly. What's next for you, George? Will we see Jimmy Grant popping up in more Australian suburbs, or will yeah. we see Hellenic Republic go abroad? Potential for that. Um, at the moment, it's uh, we're, we're obviously we open Jimmy Grant's in um, Queensland next week, um, so that's our first foray outside of, I guess, Melbourne. Jimmy's will grow. Queensland, um, wow, that's yeah, great. Yeah, 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 excited by that. And finally, George, you have an amazing mum, Mary, who makes a pretty mean masaka. What are some of the early words of wisdom that she shared with you that you've held on to for your life? You know what it is? I don't think it's early words of wisdom, but I think it's just the fact that, you know, I think she taught me this sort of sense of generosity and spirit when it comes to food, you know, and not, um, you know, that that the food is such a powerful medium to make people happy. Yeah, and, and that's what she taught me. Yeah. Um, I, don't, I don't think they were words. I think it was more actions. Yes, yeah, actions. Generosity. Um, well, she's, you're Greek, so, you know, it's all about generosity. Yeah. And in saying that, I wouldn't mind trying your Lucamartis. Done. <laughs> yes, awesome. <laughs> Thank you very much for your time today, George. It's been a pleasure. <laughs> 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 she's nuts. She's nuts.